If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Thank you. Happy Top 5 Tuesday to everyone in the sports universe. It is January the 18th, 2022. This is the AM Drive on 12 Sports. We are live. For Aaron Crouch, I am Michael Carvello saying, what's going on, Aaron? Not a whole lot. We, uh, we finally get on the board. Well, at least I finally get on the board with my playoff betting bonanza. Right. And uh, so that was a nice thing because now I'm only one and five instead of 0 and six. That would have been a, a devastating start to the to the NFL playoffs. But uh, we're on the board. So I'm happy with that. Happy Tuesday. Well, maybe the bonanza, the sudden increase part of bonanza will help you out in the next coming weeks. The who? The sudden increase part of the oh, bonanza. Oh, the sudden increase. Hell yeah. I'm uh, I just won. I just got back 20% of my uh, my L's there. So Woo! one win. Huge. And I got a haircut, so I'm happy. <laughs> um, <laughs> we are presented by Popple. If you run a podcast or a small business, it's hard spreading the word. Friends want to check it out, but Aaron, will they? Hmm. Yo, no. Come on. Well, it's time to grow <laughs> with Popple. Popple is an easy-to-use, but high-tech digital business card. Get your Popple using the code AMDRIVE for 20% off. Set up your links and share. People you share with do not even need a Popple. So when you get your Popple in keychain, pop socket, or even credit card form, enter the code AMDRIVE, all caps, no spaces, for 20% off on popl.co or just go to mikeandarendrive.com see all of our great sponsors, including Popple. Any last words on spreading the good word about your business no it's the easiest way to do it and like you said people don't even need the app they don't have to have a, an extra pocket for a business card they just have your pocket they just have their phone and you say bloop and their information is all on their phone it's awesome i love it all righty well last night the los angeles rams bulldozed the arizona cardinals 34 to 11 Elephant in the room here is that Matthew Stafford got his first playoff win. But from the get-go, Aaron, it just felt like that the Cardinals were overwhelmed. Um, we talked about the Eagles being overwhelmed. I think this was a little bit worse than what the Eagles even did. Because even the Eagles, um, you could argue that their first drive on defense, they actually did pretty well until that phantom um, roughing the passer call. Cardinals just never – I think the first play of the game from scrimmage for the Rams was like a 30-yard run by Sony Michelle. He's like, how does that happen? It was unreal, and Kyler Murray looked every bit of five foot eleven, if not four foot eleven, last night. Just a bad look for Arizona, and boy, do they fall hard flat on their face this year. Yeah, you know, hot start and everything with, with uh, Arizona was pretty awesome. I know that a lot of people are talking about – you know, is this the end of Cliff Kingsbury? I don't know. We'll probably yeah. talk about that here later in the week and see what happens here. There's a lot of coach, a lot of these playoff coaches that everybody's ready to put on the chopping block, apparently. But it just feels like, you know, the Cardinals, despite the fact that, you know, you know, they had DeAndre Hopkins, they had Kyler Murray, you know, there's they had a semblance of a running game with Chase and, and Connor. It just but didn't feel like they were ready. I understand they had that ten you know, ten and two start. It started out what seven zero eight zero whatever they whatever it was, but it just to me never felt quite like they were ready to be contenders. And you know this was a game like I said yesterday that you know this just this is just the, the Rams have to have it. There's so much riding with Stafford with McVay, and this just didn't seem like any part of a spot where I thought Arizona was gonna win this game. Now now this not competitive. I did not see this, but. It has gone sideways. Now, how much does Hopkins matter? How much does the lack of like Chase Edmonds, you know, things like that matter? I don't know. It's, I mean, Chase Edmonds, 
while he played, he was so ineffective. I know Connor was hurt. He did have a touchdown, but they need a running back. I mean, they really do. I mean, no disrespect to these two guys. I know Connor was a beast throughout the year, but like there was no guy. I mean, I know Derrick Henry's don't grow on trees, but there was just no guy to, <laughs> to take the pressure off Kyler Murray. And maybe this is a, maybe I'm looking at it wrong. Maybe this is a complete testament to the uh, Los Angeles Rams defense, because that's exactly what we expected of them to come in week in and week out and do is be that dominant defense. I mean, Matt Stafford, yeah, he got his first playoff win, but yeah. 17, 17 pass attempts. Yep. It, wasn't, it wasn't like he was, you know, airing the ball down the field and, and, you know, he was having to throw for 400 yards and a shootout with Kyler. Like this was a defensive battle that basically gave the offense, uh, I wouldn't say the night off, but, you know, they basically could run through the motions. It, they could do whatever they wanted. I mean, like I said, 200 yards from Matt Stafford, 17 pass attempts. The running game was incredible. I understand that, you know, nobody had a, a breakout game, but Sonny Michelle was 60 yards, Cam Akers with 55. And it was just kind of an easy game for, for, for L.A. in this spot. I just didn't see anything that told me that the Cardinals were ready to be playoff contenders, and here it was. Yeah, on the Cliff Kingsbury stuff to address that is kind of premature. Like you said, we can talk about that later on in the week, but that's one of the playoff coaches. I'm like, why? Like, what did he do wrong? Like, he 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 probably got his team there a year early, and they just got pl- outplayed by, guess what, a better roster. It's okay for better rosters to beat you. Maybe not like this, but the Cardinals showed some fight in the second half. I mean, there was nothing they could have done. To me, the men would have changed the outcome of this game. Even if they had come out swinging, I didn't see Cardinals winning this game. I don't think a lot of people saw Cardinals win this game. They were three-and-a-half-point home underdogs. And well, that were, just shows well, you nobody nobody thought they were on the road. But it was in what? L.A., but it was in L.A. They weren't home underdogs, but I know, I know what you mean. No. Uh, the Rams no. won the division, so I, I, get what you're, I get what you're saying here. But at what the same time, it does – it does seem like it's going to be an an interesting offseason for Arizona because I understand, like, I agree with you. Cliff, Cliff should stay, obviously. He's earned at least another year. But Kyler, the way he looked down the stretch was less than impressive, again, except for maybe the Chicago Bears game when he came back from injury. But, you know, they like I said, I don't know if they necessarily really have a great running game against elite teams. So maybe you have to find yourself a running back in this spot, like, uh, you know, DeAndre Hopkins comes back, but who who's going to go on the other side? Like Christian Kirk, he's played okay. doesn't seem like he's necessarily the answer. And there's some holes on defense, obviously, giving up 34 points on basically like 300 yards of total offense. It was, yeah. you know, I, I know there was a defensive touchdown in there as well. But, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of question marks going into next season for Arizona. And one of them, it might be Kyler Murray. It might be. I understand that, like, there's a lot of things he can do that are dynamic and they can take over a game, but it just seems like against these good teams, I mean, there was a couple games where they surprised some people, but that's that's what it is. It's surprising people. Like, we don't expect the Cardinals. So there's a there's definitely a fundamental problem here. I just don't know exactly what it is that's the quick fix. And now that they've made the playoffs, like, Monk, you know, in, in a season where, yeah, now you're the targeted. Now you're not, you're not the person, you know, attacking everybody you you should have had this division i understand things happen but you were 10 and 2 like you should have had this division yeah that was an easy wrap up and they just couldn't do it they just couldn't do it so you know people now know that you are a quality team they're not gonna i mean if they did before they're not gonna take you lightly you know congratulations to stafford i guess is really where i'm gonna go with this because the card you know the better story is not always in the losing locker room this is a sigh of relief for matt stafford and sean mcveigh they got their win Matt Stafford finally got his win. He wasn't spectacular in it, but he did enough to get the victory. And they move on, and they get the Bucks in a, in a rematch, basically. I cannot wait to talk about Cardinals in the upcoming weeks because one last thing I'll say about it is I feel like it was it's good to get this get this off your back now. I know it creates a you know now people are going to start talking about the Cardinals and Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury, but at least you get this out of the way, whatever that was. Now, just get that out of the way. It's both your first playoff games. You got overwhelmed and overmatched. Let's come back next year. Let's let's run it back and let's be awesome. But you, like you said, there seems to be something maybe a little, a little bit tougher. Adding a 5'11", 5'10", quarterback might not help that. But getting a little bit tougher in the offseason, this helps, but it also hurts in terms of hype. 
like you said, they got target on their back now. But now you got to look at the winner here in Los Angeles and say, okay, how do we take this game away? Like they dominated this game. I mean, defense dominated this game. The offense did what they could. I mean, like they were throwing trick plays with OBJ. I mean, you know, everything seemed to go their way. Now, you know, you don't, you don't want to sit here and and look at it in an overinflated sense of, uh, of bravado here because you have to now go into Tampa and, and beat a team that's early. I mean, since Brady, since Brady has been there, they have not lost in the playoffs. Yep. It's going to be interesting. We'll, we have more to talk about. And as Aaron said, he did get on the board. I am two and four. If I had, if I had picked something different and, we, and I had won, and he had lost, I would have tied the bonanzas in general, but I'll take the, I'm still one game back in total though. I did like the under in this spot too, just in case. So that did come through as well. So that's right. I get a half a point for that. <laughs> Woo! When we come back, top fives in the NBA and the NHL on this top five Tuesday, plus Mike Mayock. Oh, Lord. And Dak Prescott seems to be okay with throwing stuff at fans and a Super Bowl prediction. We ride back to the AM Drive with Wallace Sports. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries, get a TV, even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, use www.twilightsportsradio.com dot com slash amazon sign in and get shopping it costs you nothing and helps us that's www.twonsportsradio.com slash amazon thanks All right, and welcome back to this Top 5 Tuesday edition of the AM Drive, and we are presented by our own shop. It's the best morning show. It's the lowest price merchandise. All you got to do is visit amdrive.online to get these sweet $26 hoodies, these $21 tumblers, some t-shirts for $15, $16, bucks, and obviously the awesome coffee mug that Mike's going to show you right there. Yes, mm, sir. Keeps, keeps my drinks cold or warm, depending on what I like to do, and they're affordable as heck. Once again, visit amdrive.com dot online today to make sure you get the swag from the best morning show and don't forget stay tuned in this show the next segment we are going to have world hockey report host and voice of the saskatchewan rush 
on ESPN Plus. Cody Jans is going to come back. We're going to see if he threw that bonanza in the in the broadcast. I didn't hear it. Did you hear it? I heard Kodak Black, but we'll talk about I, that as well. I did hear Kodak Black. That's going to be a good talking point as well. So don't forget, next segment after the commercial, we will be talking to Cody Jansen again about that NLL uh, broadcast with the Rush and the Seals. That was a that was pretty exciting to watch. But we'll talk about that next. But let's talk about some uh, some top fives here, Mike. We've got the NBA and we've got NHL. So I'll let you go ahead and lead off with your top five in the NBA this week. I tell you what, I will say this before you go. Mine changes ever so fluidly each week because hockey, you know, I, I feel like I've got the kiss of death on the number one team each week. Oh, your number one team's gone again? They're not out of the they're not out of the top five, but they've right. had a rough they've had a rough week. So mine has two, and I'm having a I have a controversial top five this week because everyone moved. No one's safe this week. Uh-oh. Now it, it is the same teams, but a little bit of shake up in, in the blender here. Okay. Number one, the Phoenix Suns. They, for the second time this season, they're back to number one. This is actually our fifth installment of this, by the way, I found out. So for three weeks, the Warriors were at number one. Suns were in there for a little bit, but no, now it's time. Phoenix, you're back on. It's I love it's our sixth week. Anyways, Phoenix is your second time doing this. Great job for Phoenix. They're back in it. Number two. Oh, by the way, they're doing this without DeAndre Ayton as well. So Devin Booker and Chris Paul holding it down. Number two, the Grizzlies have popped up to number two because they had an 11-game winning streak where they beat some pretty good teams, and then they won again last night. Number three, the Golden State Warriors. They fell two spots to number three. I know it's not a, you know it's not a small feat to be number three on my top five, but Warriors are holding it down, and they completely fell flat on their face, and it has not looked good. Steph Curry's still struggling. Now he's officially hurt. Clay Thompson has not been great to start, although he is still technically trying to get his legs under him. I think it's a little hogwash, though, because he gets the G League and he still can't do that. Number four, the Miami Heat have climbed a spot. They keep beating teams without their star players. And this time, Bam is back. And they came back last night. They won last night. Great job for Miami. Number five, the Utah Jazz who slowly but surely are falling to two, then three, then four. They're all the way at five. So Cavaliers and Bulls are right on their tails. Hey, the Bulls are getting some love here from Mikey. That's right. They beat some good teams and they'll be all right. That's fair. Top five NHL with Aaron. All right. So I looked at it. I have four similar teams and one new team has entered. I actually believe this team, that team that entered, is a good team. Just We're just waiting for them to turn it on. So you'll – You'll see who it is in just a second. Back at number – it's not the Kraken, no. <laughs> Back at number one for me is the Florida Panthers. It's just – every time I seem to just kind of think that they're taking a step back, they're absolutely incredible. Problem is, they, uh, you know, most of their games have been at home. So they're an incredible um, force at home right now. They're 21-3 and three at home, 5-4-5 wow. away from the barn there. So – this is with a grain of salt. It does move. It's like I said, it's very fluid. Last week, I believe they were three or four. Um, so Florida takes over the top spot again. Tampa Bay sits firm. They are tied in points uh, with Florida, although Florida did get that head to head. By the way, Florida's won eight out of their last nine, by the way, oh. which is crazy. Uh, so Tampa Bay takes the number two spot again. Still what they're doing. Top of the top of the uh, standings here. Um, just a slight edge behind Florida with in terms of games played. Number three, still the Rangers leading the Metro. That division just goes up and down and up. And I mean, Washington was my number one pick like two or three lists ago. And, uh, you know, like they're still there, but they've got three teams ahead of them and they got 51 points. So the Metro's nuts. So the leader in the Metro right now, the New York Rangers, they're going to get my number three spot. Gallant's got them playing well. Uh, number four, the new entry into the top five here is the Colorado Avalanche. Like I told you, the Central Division is very mm. bunched up. The Colorado Avalanche have one of the most talented teams I've ever seen. They finally started turning it on. They're 8-1-1 in their last 10. So they're going to jump into the top five here for me at number four. And at number five, Carolina stays in. I know that uh, you know they were my number one team last week. And they didn't necessarily do anything really too wrong. They did get beat by Florida. Uh, this oh. week, four to three. And um, but the, the thing is, is just 
it's so fluid. It's when these guys are playing hockey, you know, you gotta you gotta reward the teams that are playing good that week. And not that Carolina's not, but it just seemed like some of these other guys were playing a little bit better. Uh, falling out for me is Nashville and Vegas. I understand Vegas still leads the Pacific, but whew, that's the worst. Uh, that's the worst division in hockey right now, and they're struggling four four and two in their last. So they fall out of the top five. So to recap, Florida, Tampa Bay, New York, Colorado, and Carolina, the top five in the NHL. You know, Avs getting the win against the Kraken was huge for them as well. So I'm, that, I'm, that was it. That was the one that, that took <laughs> the scales and put them in the uh, and put them in the uh, and put them in the uh, top five. There, so, we yeah. won last night. That's good. First, we beat Mark Andre Fleury. That's also good. It was our first um, ever overtime win, and it came in a shootout. I, I did not think we were going to win the shootout, but hey. Grubauer stepped up finally. That was nice. Yeah, you get you get to a shootout. Anything is possible. Shootouts, you have to have good stick guys as well. Though you can't just throw out a bunch of average guys and hope you win a shootout. Like they may, you have to like this wonder like the the one guy who scored the second like on the second of three. He um he went around the right side and just cut back and just slapped it up top. Like oh that was nice. <laughs> he didn't take a straight line there. He like went all the way around and say oh that was cool. They have moments of, of you know, they have good moments sometimes. It's probably fun to watch when they are playing well. I, I can imagine. Oh yeah, they're pushing this guy going go Kraken. That was pretty fun to see. Okay, is it back to NFL Network? Because the Raiders have fired GM Mike Mayock, who didn't have the greatest of draft picks, nor did he have the greatest of teams. But to be fair, in that division. It's the Chiefs, but I, I guess the Raiders wanted them to be the second best team, and they never were. I'm not sure. Um, Aaron. I mean, they after, were this season. After as competitive as they were this year, are you surprised that GM Mayock gets hacked? I mean, to, to answer your question, though, they were the second best team in the AFC West this season. Right this year, yeah, and they yeah. they did well. So for me, it just feels like now? with with the Mayock firing. To me, I could be way off on this one. But it feels like turning the page on the entire John Gruden side. Yeah. Now, Mayock didn't hire Gruden. Gruden, I'm assuming, had some say in hiring Mayock because he basically had total control of the, uh, of the, of the team there. So my guess really is the Mayock firing just helps turn the page because yeah. they're trying to start anew. And it's the same thing with Basashia. I mean, I, I, I believe that Basashia probably deserves – at least a strong, you know, interview where they, they are actually considering him. They may give him a, a pity interview or something. I just <laughs> I think they're they're just doing everything in their power to move on from anything related to the John Gruden era. And I'm okay with it. Now, like I said, you know, like you talk about Mayock, he's missed on some picks. I mean, he's he's got, you know, the Henry Rugg situation, the uh uh who was the cornerback that uh was on Instagram. Anyways, he uh, was cut. He was cut. You know who I'm talking about. Uh, they had the situation yeah. with, um, uh, you know, obviously John Gruden, and then he just hasn't hit. I mean, I, I know that uh, the top five picks in that draft with Henry Ruggs are all gone, and that's well, that was 20, <laughs> 2020, I think, and they're all gone, the top five picks that they had in that one, um, except for, actually, except for Brian Edwards. Brian Edwards is still there. So four of the top five picks are all gone. That's not good. But he's also drafted Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs has two 1,000-yard seasons. He was a little hurt this year. So, I mean, to and say Henry that he's Ruggs completely swung in. What's that? Henry Ruggs was doing well. He was. I mean, to be fair, he was a quality receiver. He just was a little messed up in the head, I guess. Right, Didn't think things through. Uh, but then they had Leatherwood this year who they were supposed to, you know, who was supposed to be you know, a, a cornerstone tackle. They had to move into guard to basically mask his inefficiencies. So, uh, you know, I can understand, you know, even if they don't, you know, say it's because of the Gruden era, I can understand if they talk about the drafting and everything. But, I mean, you look at the situation also. I mean, they have Trayvon Mullen, uh, second rounder in 2019, Max Crosby, a fourth rounder in 2019, who's, who's turning into one of the best, you know, defensive linemen in the game. They have Hunter Renfro, Fifth round in 2019s, maybe their best receiver at this point. Uh, so you know they have they have hit on some late round picks, uh, but unfortunately, I just I believe it's going to be they want to rid themselves of anything related to the John Gruden era. That's my guess. 
which is sad. And let's hope for their sake that, you know, that Mike Mayock was related to John Gruden in that aspect. But to me, it's like Mike Mayock, I thought he, he did Why? I'm just wondering why now? Why not do this earlier? It just doesn't make any sense to me. After all you went through, now you want to get rid of Mike Mayock? Like, hmm, well, they're well, competitive. I can imagine that getting rid of your GM when you still have to make roster moves after Gruden's fire, like there's still so many things that they have to do. Bringing in somebody new probably would have just tanked this franchise for this year. And with it being the first year that fans were allowed in the stands here in Vegas, people were allowed to be in the building. I think it made the city and it made the, the, you know, the entertainment value of going to a game like they were selling their tickets for, you know, insane prices. They don't want those things that just dip and, 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 and take a dive. So, I mean, the fact that they realized they were still competitive, I think that's probably one of the reasons why Mayock stayed. If they were, if they started the season 0 and 3 or 0 and 4, whatever, I think Gruden got fired real early or resigned real early. It was like the fourth or fifth week of the season. I think they were three and one or, or, or three and two. Like they were still competitive. So I think Mayock kind of was a stopgap here in this spot, in my opinion. So that's where I look at why Mayock lasted the whole season. And they made the playoffs. So again, no part of the, I think, performance, I think no part of the performance of the Raiders has anything to do with Mayock's firing. That's, I just, I don't think, I think if Gruden was still there, like, could the Raiders have advanced even further? I don't know. No. <laughs> you don't think so? I mean, I, no. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, you got to believe that Gruden's a better coach than Basaccia, right? Oh, uh, the way Basaccia handled things, you might, you might not be. Well, if Gruden, if those things didn't happen, Gruden wouldn't have had to handle them. I mean, I think Gruden could have handled Henry Ruggs. Yeah. True. I mean, what did Basaccia do? He just, he made a statement on it and they moved on. I mean, I think Gruden could have done the same thing. I mean, I, I don't know. It, it, we'll never know, but that, to me, Mayock is part of the Gruden regime, and, and I guess that's why he had to go. Fair enough. Are you ready for a Super Bowl prediction? I am. I struggled with this one, but then again, I really didn't struggle with it. So I knew who I wanted, but I had to think objectively about it. So, wow, I'm tired. Good morning. Um, So, let's get to our AFC champion first. Aaron, who do you think wins the AFC? Go ahead. All right, in the AFC here, my champion, it's, uh, to quote Caddyshack, a Cinderella story. It's the Cincinnati Bengals. Wow. I think the Cincinnati Bengals are your AFC champion. They're going to get through Tennessee, and I think they're going to shock whoever they match up against in the AFC championship. They're, those two teams, the Bills and the Chiefs, are going to fight it out. It's going to be a knockdown, dragout battle, and Cincinnati's going to have the advantage of being able to face whatever's left of that game. Bengals are your AFC champions. That's crazy. Ooh, what am I doing? Chiefs, I believe, will beat the Titans in Tennessee for the AFC championship. I almost thought the Bengals were going to – I almost – Bengals were I was thinking about, but I was like, they're, they're here a year early. I think Chiefs are the superior team in the AFC. Your NFC champions, are you have Bengals against who? I have the Bengals against those pesky Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, Getting back to the Super Bowl, um, whether they have to go through Green Bay or if San Francisco pulls off the upset, I think they're going to beat either one of those teams. I'm not going to doubt Tom Brady. I think he's going to get back, and I look, it looks like uh, Bengals versus Bucks in a Super Bowl matchup we haven't seen. Oh, oh sorry. Um, what are you going to do when Tom Brady retires? Like, what are you going to do with yourself? I'm going to find a new person to hate. Oh. Be great. So I've got the Packers beating the Rams in the NFC Championship, and I believe my Super Bowl matchup is Rams and Chiefs. So now that you have Bengals Buccaneers, who wins? Wait, didn't you just say you had the Packers beating the Rams? Yeah, I meant to say Packers and Chiefs. That's why I'm, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> like Packers, I had Packers beating the beating Rams, Rams but... right? So Packers <laughs> Chiefs. Who is Bengals? Who wins Bengals Buccaneers? Come oh, wait. Is that, right. is that, is that even a question? <laughs> Go ahead. Number Ocho for t TB12 there. Number eight, putting him just so far away from the pack. No one's ever going to catch that number. Give me number eight for TB12. Bucks over Bengals. But Burrow plays 
well, and we have a new superstar budding in Joe Burrow. Right. As wonderful as that sounds, Aaron Rodgers, how do you like me now? I own you. I think Packers be the Chiefs, and Chiefs fall flat on their face to go to one and two in the last three big games. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers falls on his face. It's his MO. Jesus Christ. Yeah, too bad he can't throw three interceptions in the second half. Yeah, well, doesn't matter. He doesn't win ball games. Poor thing. Doesn't win ball games. Mm-hmm. We come back, Cody Jansen, the coolest Canadian guy I know. We're going to talk to him about the National League lacrosse and his insta fame at Barstool. It's going to be fun. It's AM Drive. You're not going anywhere. Neither are we. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high-performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries, get a TV, even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, Use www.twelvonsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Sign in and get shopping. It costs you nothing and helps us. That's www.twelvonsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Thanks. All right, and welcome back into the AM Drive here, and we're presented by Vice Golf. It's very simple. Go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and click the Vice Golf logo so that you can get the very best in golf balls. They're the best balls at the lowest price, and they're shipped right to your door. Once again, MikeAndAaronDrive.com and click that Vice Golf logo. Cody, I know that uh, it's a little cold up there. You're not being able to play golf right now, right? No. No, there is zero <laughs> golf happening. Actually, it warmed up a little bit, but we were getting rain then. That's the issue. So it warms up to around like zero Celsius, like 30 Fahrenheit. <laughs> it just starts to rain. And so it's just pouring rain. It turns into ice immediately. It's a mess out there today. Like no one's driving. It's that bad. Yikes. Well, I, I played around for you yesterday. Okay. I just want to let you know that. So, How'd you shoot? Uh, 91. Not great. I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> Especially in the middle of winter. Yeah, that's, that yeah, worked. 
And definitely the ball, ball, get those vibrations. You ever play baseball when you hit the ball at the end of the bat and the thing just vibrates on you? That's how it felt hitting a golf ball yesterday. So, like when you buy a cheap Walmart ball, it's just like hitting concrete. Yes, yes, he knows. <laughs> That's why you got to get the vice golf ball. All right, voice of the Saskatchewan Rush on ESPN Plus, and of course, World Hockey Report host. We have Cody Jansen here, and uh, I just enjoy. I just want to say before Mike takes over, I thoroughly enjoyed. The broadcast and I had never watched an NLL game and I thoroughly enjoyed the game. The the play that we'll talk about later, the, the guy leaving his feet, uh beers was just an incredible just for, for a new person to watch, that was the play that gets you hooked right there. Yeah, I mean it's it's a fun sport. That's what I tell everyone. I've never really met anyone who's watched a game. And and on TV it's one thing, but in person it's next level. I've never met someone who's watched a game and not enjoyed it you know there's so many one goal games the league's such a close league there's that parody that other leagues don't have the excitement's there you know you get the big saves you get the goals you get the fights you get a little bit of everything which i think really kind of encapsulates it and it makes it the 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 best sport to broadcast in my mind it's so much fun being up in the booth being able to talk about it because there's something happening all the time it's not like baseball when there's you know 10 seconds of excitement and then 10 minutes of downtime. You know, it's just bang, bang, bang. And not to knock on football, but it's kind of the same where it's one play and then there's a 30 second stop. So I I don't want to, you know, knock on other sports because I do enjoy them and I watch them. But lacrosse just takes it to that next level. And that's where that fan engagement, fan experience, they've really found their niche. Cody, I want to echo what Aaron said. Great job on the broadcast, and it could not have gone better for you. I mean, for a first broadcast, this is like forget the one-liners that you threw in there. Just it could not have gone better for a broadcaster. I'm sure to have that fun of a game. You had fights, you had great saves, great goals, constant action, a team rallying to come back. It was just beautiful. I mean, it could have been better. They could have won. But I can't ask ask for too much. No, no. Again, it was a great game. We knew San Diego was a wagon. We talked about it before uh, on your show last week where San Diego's got the best offense in the league. I firmly believe that. And to snatch when they did still hold them to 12, which is impressive. But at the end of the day, you still got to score a little bit more to win those games. So it was a fun game. It was a fun broadcast. It was nice to get up there and, you know, get, get into that world again. And I'm just looking forward to it. And I... Got the itch to get back in there in you know a week and a half against Panther City and back in Saskatoon. It's gonna be a good one. Saskatoon. Um, is there any hope for the rush now? You mentioned they did lose. They're one and four, Cody. I know the SEALs are four and one, but one and four is not great. And give me some hope. Just give me some hope for the rush here, for the rush faithful like myself. Well, it's, it's just like the NFL, right? It doesn't matter how you start. It's how you finish. You know, mm. if, if you're going to end up with four losses at the end of the season, that's a fine number. You know, it's it's not it's not uncommon. Well, okay, it's not uncommon. It's not impossible for a team to go on a 10-game winning streak in the NLL. You know, that's it, it's something where you can string together a good set of wins. And when I looked at this season beforehand as well, and, and this was after week one, I, I can't remember. What show or podcast? I was. It might have been. I don't know if it's PLT or whatever it was. I, I should give him a shout out, but I forget. And I said, I think for the rush this year, an honest record is probably eleven and seven for them. Now I'll move that down to ten and eight. But still, at one and four right now, that just means they got to go. You know, nine and four to finish off the season. That's okay. not great. All this is a team that's won three championships in the last six years to go nine and four to close out the season. That's a pretty realistic mark to hit. If you ask me. So I, I would say 10 and eight is probably somewhere where I see them. But again, you, you also, you, you can look back to a year like 2012 when the rush went to the finals and lost against Rochester. They started the year two and eight, you know, oh. I, I when eight, no one's going, oh, this is a team that's going to, you know, knock off Minnesota in the semifinals. I forget who they beat. In the, it might have been Calgary or Toronto in the first round of playoffs mm. of the quarterfinals. But, like, no one's thinking that at two and eight. But at the end of the day, if the dressing room doesn't care, then it's all about how you finish. You got to get into the dance. That's the first part. Really doesn't matter. Seating, it's important. But as you guys know, it's sports. Anything can happen. 
That's right. Seven seed can beat a two seed. <laughs> Not yet, but they will at some point. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like uh, NCAA March Madness, right? Like, you know, everyone's like, oh, why do they do the one versus 16 seed? Well, it's because, you know, the, the hope that maybe one day one. Or did, did one 16 seed win the other yeah, year? Yeah, recently there was one, yeah. Yeah, UMBC. Yeah. They beat Virginia there. I think Kyle Guy was on that team there. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, no. <laughs> oh, but Just... by the way, they're signing Kyle Guy to a, re- to a rest of your contract. That's great to hear. That's great wow. to hear. Speaking wow. of end of AM drive, getting a little AM drive bump. There it is. Speaking of blowing up, you have blown up viral on Twitter here with uh, your call. I still, I didn't, I, I heard it and, and it didn't register in the moment uh, to me. Like I didn't think about it. Like, but you know what? Peep, it is gaining steam and people are loving it. What what have uh, people been saying to you? I know that people are tagging you in it. We tagged you in one of them, but. Uh, when you get to the Barstool viral and then and, and some of these other sites, uh, is that does that mean you've made it? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say I've made it. It's it's kind of funny because like they'll take the clip right, and then it's like, oh, I, you know, they could have just chucked my name in there or something. That would have been that would have been a nice little cherry on top. Nice. Well, I'm not gonna be that guy. Come on, it's it's fun. It's and end of the day, when I can look back at it and say, hey, I'm getting this many more thousands, millions of eyes on the NLL on the Saskatchewan Rush. That's what I'm here for. It's, you know, you guys are in media too. Why do you do it? You, you want to have some fun with it. At the end of the day, yep. it's what we all enjoy about this. We all enjoy having fun. So if I can bring a little bit more of that to the game where, yeah, I mean, it, it's such a heat of the moment thing. Like I didn't even think about the Kodak Black call <laughs> until after the game and my phone's blown up. And I don't really check my phone during the game, right? So right. Uh, I'm checking it after I'm seeing these laughing faces. I'm seeing, I got a bunch of notifications, texts and stuff. I'm like, Oh, like people are probably just congratulating me. Like, Hey, good work on the game. You know, a nice little pat on the back and everyone's losing their mind over this comment that I didn't really think much of. Like you kind of glance over it in the moment. You're just like, how do I describe this creative, like creatively? And that was awesome. I just came out when I'm thinking about what happened recently. And it was funny. It was it was one of those things. Then after everyone's going, did you have it planned? Like, you know, how, like, did, did you know you're going to say it when and it's like, how do you, you can't predict something like that. Like yeah. I can't predict three defenders are going to go out there, snap the ball around and Maddie beers is going to go flying through the air and score, you know, just an incredible goal to give Saskatchewan lead in the third quarter. Like you just can't, planned for any of that it's so off the cuff but you know it's fun to get recognized it's it's just it's enjoyable for me to say hey you know what people are taking notice in my call but also it's more eyes on the game and that's what we want to do it's grow the game it's get a bigger audience and doing stuff like that it it helps and it's true and kodak black has now gotten eyeballs on hockey and national league lacrosse it inverted of course he was he he saw it so that was it was he saw it yeah, yeah, he's on Instagram liking a couple of posts. People are tagging him in, so he's he might now be a lacrosse guy. He might, he might become you. one. Absolutely, yeah. So I think now I told Mike this earlier when we talked about it in the, earlier in the week. I said now, you know, January 29th, you have to you have to come bigger. You have to come bigger. Right. What's you got you're bigger than the Kodak Black now? <laughs> I don't know how that's <laughs> going to work. It was it was you know it's a debut. It's something where. It's one of those, you don't want to be too quirky. Like you don't want to cross a line, but there's also a fact, and it's not a jab at, you know, current broadcasters or anything, but there's nothing worse. And you guys will know this too. When you watch a game and you're kind of like, ah, like the broadcaster doesn't seem like he's having fun. You know, they don't seem like they're into it or they're not really adding a lot to this game. That's, that's really where... That's why I wanted to get into it. I want to see broadcasters having fun. I want to see them cracking jokes. I want to see them talking about things that don't exactly matter to the game, but bring it full circle. And so if you can bring something that's happening in the pop culture world, in the sports world, wherever it is, if you can bring that back and relate with the listener, that's why people care about it. That's why people have fun. That's why blogs pick it up. And, And end of the day, I mean, it's, you know, if you look at, Barstool's following, you know, they got 4 million on Facebook, 3 million on Twitter. You know, you got Bro Bible. You got all these places with millions and millions of followers. All of a sudden, they're posting stuff about the NLL. Well, what does that show you? It shows you that the NLL hasn't had those people. 
that have been having as much fun on the call or, you know, just entertaining. Essentially, that's what you got to do from the booth. And right. so, yeah, I want to keep entertaining. I want people to have fun. I want people to tune into Saskatchewan Rush games because they know that they're going to get some something of value, whether that's a laugh, whether that's an exciting call every time they watch a Rush game. Well, so far you're batting a thousand, I can tell you that. Well, it's hard to keep that up for the full season. I, I don't know how you find those one-liners or how they pop up during the season, but at the end of the day, I think it just comes down to, to mentally soaking it in and thinking about what people are talking about. Because as we said the last time, you know, is Kodak Black, was that good for NHL or bad for it? Well, think if well. <laughs> NHL just because of it, who wouldn't have or who wouldn't have watched a game or seen a game, heard of the Florida Panthers even, but because of Kodak Black, now, you know, it's in their mind. Not because of Cody Jansen. We're talking in LL. There we go. Kodak Black wants to come to a game. He's got an open invite, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Now, I do have a bone to pick with you, Cody. Let's do it. Because I know, as and I listened to a lot, because I was like, man, look, I was so in- intrigued by just my guy, Cody Jansen, the coolest Canadian guy I know. Broadcasting this one little photo watching this, he ain't said bonanza. I was gonna drop in a crease bonanza in there and I totally went blank. I was I was thinking of it. I, I kid you not, it's still in my notepad. I'll have to for next game. I was waiting for a little like tussle or something in front of the crease, right. and that's how that's how I was gonna work it in. So I'll, I'll massage it in next game. No, don't, don't, appreci- don't force I can appreciate it now. that. We'll hold the rain check for the January 29th game. <laughs> Oh, man, I might have to tune in extra hard to that one. Hey, but I'm telling you what, Cody, that was a a fantastic game. I loved every moment of that game. It's fun. It's something different. Like, you see, like, Pat McAfee tweeting about the NLL now that they're on ESPN. I think it was on ESPNU or ESPN News the other day. And even though he called them the Georgia Storm instead of the Swarm, that was funny. Like, it's one of those things where, like, these aren't traditional lacrosse fans. You know, they're they're not growing up in traditional markets. Like, I don't know where Pat McAfee's even based out of, but, like, I'd be shocked if he's really been to a game or many. Oh, no. So to see them getting their eyes on it, being like, wow, damn, this is fun. You know, that's, that's just what we want. That's why you want to grow the game. And there is a little bit of, you know, that inner circle of lacrosse that, isn't great at growing the game. They kind of want to keep it to themselves. They don't want to expand. So, you know, to, to have people like me breaking in and having this opportunity, well, I'm going to take the ball and run with it because I want to see the game grow as big as it can be. I don't care where the fans come from. I don't care what they look like. I want everyone to, you know, enjoy the game of lacrosse because I think it's special. I think it's incredible. It's been awesome to me. And and that's why I'm here. I um I want to add this before I let Aaron take it take it away. Um, I've lo- I remember watching college lacrosse on ESPN two sometimes. And I remember buying this KC something lacrosse sixteen for my PS four. I don't I don't know anything about this, but it's so fun to play. If we can get an, if Cody can move us to get an NLL game, you know, a pioneer of this, I'm all in. You know what's hilarious is there was an NLL game back in the day. It might have been like just a small indie game or something, but like hmm. it was it was hilariously bad. Like it was so I mean, you think about all the games in like mid 2000s, they weren't good obviously. Right. But like I just remember this being hilariously bad. I'm sure it could come back time, but it's all small steps right to the point where TSN, ESPN, they're now picking up the game. So is there more of a market to sell a video game if you can advertise it on a major network? You know, it's all these little things that kind of add up to the point where, yeah, you can see a video game coming out in the next five years. I wouldn't be surprised. I might not really in that gaming world, but it all comes down to how can you market it? How can you sell it? Well, being on two of the major sports networks in North America, that helps. Right. That's a, that's a fact. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Cody, as we wrap it up here, it's a top five Tuesday for us. We gave our NBA and we gave our NHL. Um, I don't need top five out of you, but right now, who's the best team in the NHL? Oh, guys, this it's is tough. tough. It's one. tough. First, let's start with the NBA and the Chicago Bulls. Thanks. Uh, credit. Oh! Me there. But, um, 
NHL. Did you see Pittsburgh's win last night? Were you at that game, Aaron? I saw it firsthand. It was. Yeah, oh, I, I knew. I knew. <laughs> media Aaron would be there for sure watching and I hate to <laughs> roast on you but like the way this Pittsburgh team's playing like power rankings wise I'm sorry they they've got something going for them there's they some do. mojo in the water in Pittsburgh right now you know they're not beating slouches either they're winning I some agree. games I also like St. Louis I mean there's you know they, they beat a good Nashville team last night as well uh, power rankings today give me Pittsburgh at 1A and St. Louis at 1B. I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure if they're going to go far in the playoffs, but the way they're playing right now, yeah, they got all the power. And the Kraken won, so we're one of the hottest teams in the NHL. <laughs> it's because they got a dog. The Kraken got a dog and they pick up a win. That's the trick. That's facts. Yeah, you can't, you can't debate that. Absolutely. Well, Cody, we appreciate you coming on, taking time out of your busy schedule now that you're viral and, and, and whatnot. But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, we always appreciate the time we can spend with you and looking forward to the call on January 29th. Guys, it was a blast as always. Thanks again. We'll see. Yes, sir. All right, guys. That was presented by Vice Golf. And when we come back, we're talking Dak Prescott, who had a little bit of um, words for referees after he found out what was being thrown at them. I know I have my take on that. We'll see what Aaron says. It's AM Drive next. We'll wrap it up. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs, high quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at AM Drive online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, do you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries, get a TV, even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, Use www.tomonsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Sign in and get shopping. It costs you nothing and helps us. That's www.tomonsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Thanks. Shout out once again to Cody Jansen, who took time out of his schedule because he is in high demand right now to come on the AM Drive. That was awesome. And we are presented by Fanatics with every team from every league, and they also have daily deals. When you go to Fanatics, 
don't just click the Fanatics website. Go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and do what, Aaron? you got to click the F. That's exactly right. Click the F. Again, every team from every league, including daily deals like free shipping, 20% off clearance, all kind of good stuff. It's awesome on Fanatics. Before we get started into Dak, I wanted to say this, kind of wrapping up Cody here. I uh, was messing around with the the lacrosse, uh, the NLL website and everything, and I got into Las Vegas here with the expansion team they got coming up. Right. And uh, you had an opportunity to name the team. So I submitted a formal team name for the Las Vegas team. I submitted Sin City Snipers. I dig th- I like that, actually. So hopefully if I win, if they name the team that, I'll win season tickets and limited edition merch. So let's go me. Woohoo! All right. Well, good on them then, <laughs> said one Dak Prescott, as Dak seemed to be okay with referees being pelted with objects by fans. Now, at first, Dak was saying, oh, you know, it's terrible that they would um, pelt players. Then one of the reporters was like, no, 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 they, they were throwing it at, at referees. Oh, good on them then. <laughs> Aaron, this is terrible. This is a bad look for Dallas. Bad look for Dak, and he should be ashamed of himself. Yeah, this is a tough one. Like, I, I think he kind of said it in jest, but it's just such a bad look for, you know, the, the 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 Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. Like, we cannot be okay with the NFL being okay with one of their players endorsing this, so to speak. Like, right. it's, it's uh, this is a problem. Now, again, the, the video came out, and people believe that they were pelting him at the Dallas Cowboys. They were pelting him at the officials. Like, neither of this is okay, of course. I'm not condoning this. There was a big, long chat about this. I'm not condoning people throwing trash on the field. And neither should Dak Prescott. Like, right. he's, he's much more important of a, of a person than I am to say that, hey, look, you know, whatever happens, you guys can't do these things. In terms of platform, yes. I agree. And it's a bad look. Um, Since we have time, um, Aaron, as you take us home here, Dan Quinn's going to have four head coaching interviews this week. Is this bad for the Cowboys? Is it bad for the Cowboys? I mean, of course it's bad if they lose him. I mean, he's, you know, he's a tough, gritty defensive coordinator. The defense played out of their mind this year. Um, But you have to also think that anybody that's coming in uh, can be able to kind of piggyback on that. I mean, let's, let's, let's be honest. Dan Quinn doesn't want to be a defensive coordinator for the rest of his life. If he can be, if he can be a head coach. Yep. So, um, I mean, yes, of course, this is a big loss for the Cowboys. But, you know, we'll have to see how it works. I mean, I don't think Dan Quinn was atrocious in his job with with uh, with Atlanta. It just seemed I mean, like it all it all unraveled after 28 to three. What, what so, happened? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if you remember. Go back and look in the history books. He he was leading by 25 in a Super Bowl one time. <laughs> wow. But uh, yeah, of course, I think they would suffer a loss with this unless. The plan is to get rid of Mike McCarthy and just promote Dan Quinn, which I don't know. Like again, we talked about this. I don't. I don't think. I don't think promoting either of these coordinators is the right move. I think Mike McCarthy is the right guy to keep steering this ship. So that's my opinion. But uh, we'll have to see how it goes. I don't. I don't. I would never want to say that Dan Quinn doesn't deserve another job because I think, you know, if he can go get a spot in Houston and maybe see if he can turn him around, that's 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 big for him. And I and I I wish him well. And I don't think that anybody should not root for him to get a job. Now, the question really is, is if he gets a job in Houston and things don't work out in Dallas, then everybody, well, Dan Quinn should have just been the Dallas Cowboys coach. Well, I don't know if that's necessarily the case here. Right. I also want to say that um, you picked the Buccaneers over the Bengals. I picked the Packers over the Chiefs. What was your top five NHL teams real quick? My top five NHL teams to recap were the Florida Panthers, Tampa Bay Lightning, New York Rangers, Colorado Avalanche, and the Carolina Panthers. And what were your NBA teams? Suns, Grizzlies, Warriors at three, Heat, and Jazz. Bulls at seven, if Cody's wondering. <laughs> Bulls at seven, if Cody's wondering. Co- Cody was waiting on bated breath to hear that you had maybe considered putting them into the top five there in that spot. That's right. Um, I was just reminded about the uh, – I would like to rescind my my official team name because I forgot about the Vegas shooting on October 1st. So. The Sin City Snipers is not a good name for a Vegas team. I do apologize. I didn't even think about We've that. We've been so. canceled like 25 times. This might be number yeah. 26. Well, I'm not trying to be canceled. I'm I'm coming on here and offering my formal apology. Whoops, my bad. Right. With, anyway. no, with no media guy either. 
<laughs> yeah, anyways. All right, let's wrap it up here. Once again, appreciate all your support. Thanks for watching us each and every weekday. Visit MikeAndAaronDrive.com to support all the sponsors and get past shows. And, of course, our socials at TV. For Michael Carvelis, I am Aaron Crouch. We appreciate you guys and all your support. We'll see you guys tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern time, right here on 12 Ounce Social Networks. We are out. Drive safe.